Con ustedes, English for You, un espacio educativo donde estaremos aprendiendo y estudiando el idioma inglés. Noticias, música, vocabulario, gramática y pronunciación. Línea abierta para sus consultas con el profesor Genaro Díaz Duca. Welcome to English for You. Our radio show is about to begin. Hello there friends and students, happy 2019, this is teacher Genaro and I'm so glad to be here with you starting this new year and we're celebrating our fifth anniversary, it's five years of English for You CR since we began and now we're celebrating our fifth anniversary. For today we have Año Nuevo Luchas Nuevas, Asking for clarification in English and Emerson Lacombe Palmer. Here we go. English for you. Copyright warning. All the materials included in this podcast are used for educational purposes only. All rights belong to their corresponding owners. Advertencia de derechos de autor. Todos los materiales incluidos en este podcast se usan para fines exclusivamente educativos. Todos los derechos le pertenecen a sus respectivos dueños. English for you. This is our four-minute editorial. Año nuevo, luchas nuevas. En Costa Rica se vivió durante el 2018 un movimiento de huelga nacional que unió diferentes sectores como los de servicios públicos, salud, justicia de maestros, entre otros, y que durante 86 días le reclamaron al gobierno Alvarado Pisa su posición de manipulación mediática, mentiras y verdades a medias, y su incondicional sujeción a la clase generada de este país. Así, y mediante maniobras y prácticas muy poco democráticas, quedó en evidencia que los tres poderes de la República, leas el Ejecutivo, el Legislativo y el Judicial en la Sala Constitucional, estaban dispuestos a venderse y a contradecir el mandato popular. El movimiento nacional de huelga terminó cuando el digno Magisterio Nacional, sin rendirse ni venderse, depuso la lucha en diciembre ante la aprobación viciada y antidemocrática del combo fiscal o, así llamado, Ley de Fortalecimiento de las Finanzas Públicas. Pocas semanas después, la verdad le dio la razón a los trabajadores del sector público, campesinos, indígenas y ciudadanos, todos a lo largo y ancho del territorio nacional, quienes se habían opuesto y cuestionaban el llamado combo fiscal. Pues una vez aprobado y firmado el proyecto de ley en tiempo récord en la Asamblea Legislativa y luego en Zapote, salió a la luz, muy a pesar de la gran prensa comercial, una lista de los grandes contribuyentes de Hacienda, que resultaron ser los grandes evasores de Hacienda. En otras palabras, las grandes empresas que reportaban pérdidas o ganancias nulas ante el fisco. Muchas de ellas, vaya a recordarlas, figuraban entre los gallardos defensores del combo fiscal y los generosos donantes de campaña política. La lista es larga, pero mencionaremos algunos. La cervecería Costa Rica, el Grupo Nación, vocero pagado del gobierno Alvarado Pisa, Credomatic, el Scotiabank, Citibank, quien ha quebrado varias veces en los Estados Unidos y ha sido rescatada por el Estado que tanto critican algunos, el Banco Nacional, la Bolsa Nacional de Valores, Autopistas del Sol, la British Tobacco Company, DHL, Multiplaza, Tiendas Carrión, los monstruos de las telecomunicaciones Claro y Telefónica, Reserva Conchal, el Banco La Fisi, del mismo dueño que cerró hoy, acérrimo crítico de la huelga y los trabajadores estatales, Improsa, donde figura el esposo de una jerarca de este gobierno, Ecodesarrollo Papagayo, una república independiente dentro de Costa Rica, la Standard Fruit Company, es decir, la mamita Yonay de Calufa, Corporación Da Vivienda, pero no paga, 
La Durman Esquivel, el grupo Pipasa, propiedad de la gigantesca transnacional mundial de la comida Cargill, Semaco, ligada al sionismo criollo, la Universidad Latina, el ingenio Taboga, que rima con el Nobel de la Paz, y muchas otras empresas que facturan cientos de millones de colones al año. Por supuesto, la lista se publicó gracias a un recurso de amparo que obligó al Ministerio de Hacienda a hacerlo, pero casualmente se dio a conocer cuando ya el proyecto de ley, que incluía amnistías fiscales para los grandes evasores, se había aprobado. Se nos ahogó el abuelo, pues estas empresas se van cerca del 8% del Producto Interno Bruto de Costa Rica. 8%. Para colmos, luego de la canzona retórica del presidente Alvarado Pisa, así como la ministra de Hacienda, Rocío Aguilar, la fracción legislativa del PAC, el PLN y el PUSC, entre muchos otros, cuando nos repetían incesantemente que con el paquete fiscal se solucionaba el déficit fiscal del 6% del Producto Interno Bruto de Costa Rica y que recortando bollerías y pluses del sector público, recorte que no asciende ni al 1% del Producto Interno Bruto, nos salvaríamos del diluvio universal. ¿Se acuerdan que nos decían algo parecido si no se probaba el tratamiento? Estado Libre de Comercio con los Estados Unidos hace más de 10 años, la realidad necia que suele ser se impuso nuevamente. Las calificadoras internacionales volvieron a devaluar a Costa Rica por sus irresponsables prácticas fiscales y su falta de voluntad para solucionar el déficit y el endeudamiento. Es decir, del ahogado ni el sombrero, pese al berrinche de Alvarado Pisa, Rocío Aguilar y las cámaras empresariales encabezadas por la UCAEP. Así las cosas, para el 2019 uno de los proyectos estrellas del gobierno del tripartidismo, PAC, PLN y PUSC, quienes ahora solo se diferencian en el color de la bandera, es seguir adelante con la mutilación de los derechos de los trabajadores públicos y privados, llegando a la insolencia anacrónica de querer limitar el derecho a la huelga, lo cual, como sabe cualquiera que sepa, es un derecho inalienable y garantizado tanto por la Constitución Política de Costa Rica como por los convenios internacionales de la OIT y otros. La lucha para este año entonces continuará, pues el gobierno Alvarado Pizza seguirá en su gesta de retroceso social y mayor endeudamiento público. Y auguramos que como el año pasado no tendrá reparos en utilizar la represión policial con gases y fuerzas antimotines, como se vio en Punta Arenas, por ejemplo, con tal de imponer su agenda neoliberal a la medida de las cámaras empresariales, organismos financieros internacionales y los designios megalómanos de Trump, de quien Alvarado Pizza ya demostraron ser fieles escuderos tanto dentro como fuera de Costa Rica. Compatriotas, ¿se justifican entonces las nuevas huelgas cuando un gobierno quiere proteger a los evasores, pero busca que la canasta básica pague impuestos? Enterados estamos y en guerra avisada no muere soldado ni maestro, que es el ejército de Costa Rica. Como inspiración, no contamos con el digno ejemplo de lucha del pueblo y los chalecos amarillos en Francia, quienes hicieron retroceder al neoliberal Macron, a quien curiosamente se asemeja mucho nuestro Alvarado Pisa, aquel que nos rezaba en campaña. Es por vos, es por Costa Rica. English for you. As our featured artist of the day, we have something requested by Alejandra. This is not our usual cup of tea, but we're willing to please your requests. So we're going to talk about Emerson Lake and Palmer, or ELP. They were an English progressive rock supergroup formed in London in 1970. The band consisted of keyboardist Keith Emerson, singer, bassist, guitarist and producer Greg Lake, and drummer and percussionist Carl Palmer. With nine certified gold record albums in the U.S. and an estimated 48 million records sold worldwide, they were one of the most popular and commercially successful 
musical progressive rock bands in the 1970s, with a musical sound including adaptations of classical music with jazz and symphonic rock elements, dominated by Emerson's flamboyant use of the Hammond organ, the Moog synthesizer, and piano. This information is taken from Wikipedia. First, we're going to listen to this song called Still You Turn Me On. This is Emerson Lake and Palmer in English for UCR. English for you. Caballitos, 30 millones de ramas tiene el frondoso árbol de la vida. 30 millones de especies habitan actualmente en nuestro planeta, sobre la tierra y en la profundidad de los mares, volando en los aires o en lo más recóndito de las selvas. 
peces martín, salmones, sí. hipopótamos, cocodrilos, pelícanos, camellos, nufas, anguilas, sí. palmas de aceite, pavos reales, pavos reales. 30 millones de especies. A la mayoría de ellas no las llegaremos a conocer jamás. Tortugas, eucaliptos, guerras, uranio empobrecido, gases, contaminación química, bosques arrasados, lluvia ácida. En muy pocos años, una incalculable cantidad de flora y fauna habrá desaparecido para siempre. Para siempre. Tal vez nuestra especie, la responsable del desastre, sea también una de ellas. La biodiversidad, el tesoro más precioso que guarda esta casa común, que llamamos Planeta Tierra. producción de radialistas apasionadas y apasionados. English for you presents today's class, la clase de hoy. Happy 2019. For today's class, during this year, we'll be sharing with you tips and techniques to help improve your communication skills in English. For this month, we'll start with useful phrases when you need to clarify and make sure you understand what somebody's saying to you in English. First, don't be shy about admitting you don't understand. You can say, sorry, I don't understand. That's formal. Or, sorry, I didn't get that. That's informal. If necessary, you can ask your interlocutor, the other person, to slow down. Can you speak slowly, please? Also, you may ask for repetition. Excuse me, can you say that again? You can ask also for clarification. What do you mean? Or, can you give me an example? You can also ask for confirmation. Do you mean you want a... Uh, or, do you mean a... Uh, You can also use echo question for confirmation. You said you needed a... Uh, or you want five of these? Repeat and summarize at the end. So, you need five of these. Is that correct? Keep in mind that in most cases, people will be willing to cooperate and help you with your task, be it in school or the workplace. Remember, asking the right questions will take you far in life. So, now we'll listen to a short podcast about how to ask for clarification in English. Well, you're here some other expressions. This is by Monica Stalker and the English Gang. Hey guys, you know what? Yesterday I read something about an influencer in Spain who actually believes that the Earth is flat and he was challenging one of the most well-known astronauts in Spain, Pedro Duque. And he was like... No, no, the Earth is flat. And there are 18,000 people who believe this guy. Wait a second, so what you're saying is he's an educated man and he believes the world is flat? Hello and welcome. My name's Craig from ManchinEngles.com and EnglesPodcast.com. And with me today, David and Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, this is Monica Stoker, and I am from El Blog para Aprender Inglés. And hello, this is David Valencia from TheWayEnglés.com.
wait a second. So what you're saying is he's an educated man and he believes the world is flat? Yeah, he does. In other words, it's not round? That's unbelievable. I know, <laughs> isn't it? What do you think about that, Monica? You haven't said that, but you're using expressions to ask for clarification. Okay, can you repeat them in other words? So I said, in other words, yeah. what you're saying is, and also, so what you're saying is that he thinks the world is flat. Yeah. So those two expressions, so what you're saying is, and then you repeat what you think you understood, or in other words, what you're saying is, and then you repeat what you think you understood. Do you have any other expressions yes. for clarification, Monica? Yeah, you could also say, are you suggesting that he didn't go to school? <laughs> Or are you trying to say that he's illiterate? So those are also expressions that we can use for clarification. So what you're saying is we can use these expressions for clarification? Yes. <laughs> In other words. In other words, do you mean to say that I can use these expressions to clarify? Absolutely, Monica. You've got it. Two yeah. final expressions that we can use, we forgot to mention, is uh, just to clarify, what you're saying is that we can use these expressions or just to be completely sure or completely clear. Thank you very much for watching. See you in the next episode. And don't forget to subscribe to our three blogs if you want awesome material to learn English. That's La Mansión del Inglés for Craig, El Blog para Aprender Inglés with Monica, and That Way Inglés with me, David. Take care. English for you. English for you presents Blast from the Past, La Canción Clásica. As our blast from the past, we have this song by Emerson, Lake and Palmer called Lucky Man. This song is supposed to have been written by Lake when he was 12 years old. Lucky Man or Hombre Consuelo. He had white horses and ladies by the score, all dressed in satin and waiting by the door. Tenía caballos blancos y mujeres a montones, todas vestidas de raso, esperándolo en la puerta. Oh, what a lucky man he was. Oh, what a lucky man he was. Oh, qué hombre tan afortunado, qué hombre tan afortunado. White lace and feathers, they made up his bed. A gold-covered mattress on which he was led. Un caje blanco y plumas hacían su cama. Un colchón cubierto de oro a donde lo llevaban. Oh, what a lucky man he was. What a lucky man he was. He went to fight wars for his country and his king. Of his honor and his glory, the people would sing. Se fue a pelear guerras por su país y por su rey. Y de su honor y de su gloria, la gente cantaría después. Oh, what a lucky man he was. What a lucky man he was. A bullet had found him. His blood ran as he cried. No money could save him. So he lay down and he died. Una bala lo encontró y su sangre corría mientras lloraba. No había plata que lo pudiera salvar, así que se acostó y se murió. 
Oh, what a lucky man he was. What a lucky man he was. This is Emerson Lake and Palmer in English for you, CR. What a lucky man. white horses and ladies by the score all dressed in satin and waiting by the door Ooh, what a lucky man he was Ooh, what a lucky man They made up his bed English for you A gold-covered mattress On which he was led Blood ran as he 
placer Nos brindaron amor Cariño Educación Nos brindaron un hogar Hoy son nuestros adultos mayores Respétalos Bríndales amor Escúchalos Atiéndelos Algún día Nosotros también Seremos adultos mayores Respetemos a nuestros ancianos English for you The ILE Post presents Learning a Language Learning a language. What's the best way to learn a language? What's the quickest way to learn new words? How can I sound like a native speaker? Do I really have to study grammar? Language hackers ask themselves these kinds of questions all the time. We all want to use effective study methods so we can learn a language quickly and speak it well. Everywhere you turn, language teachers are using different methods and giving conflicting advice. Some learn vocabulary by memorizing word lists. Others absorb it naturally by reading. Some concentrate on the sounds first, others prefer to improve their pronunciation as they go along. Some swear by grammar drills, others never open a textbook. Fortunately, language learners aren't the only ones who've been puzzling over these questions. Linguists have spent decades observing how people learn languages, and while they don't have all the answers yet, they have discovered a lot of cool stuff about what works and what doesn't. So, let's take a look at four of the most common questions in language learning. How can you sound more like a native speaker? Perhaps the first question to address is why you want to sound more like a native speaker. Lots of language learners don't worry much about pronunciation. They think that as long as people can get what they're saying, that's all that matters. You don't need a perfect accent to communicate well with native speakers. Why do we have foreign accents? There are two main reasons language learners have foreign accents. Firstly, it can be difficult to tell the difference between two sounds that don't exist in our native language. Secondly, other languages can have sounds that require us to use our mouth muscles in a new way. What's the fastest way to learn new words in another language? There are as many ways to learn vocabulary as there are successful language learners. The most important debate is about whether we should make a concentrated effort to memorize words, for example, using flashcards, or whether we should pick them up naturally through reading and listening. Do you really need to study grammar? Grammarphobes often ask themselves whether it is really necessary to learn all those grammar rules. Experiments usually compare one group who are taught grammar rules with another who sees, hears sentences with the same grammar but are not taught the rules. How do you know if you've learned the grammar? Is it when they understand it, when they use it, or when they don't make any mistakes? Knowing the grammar certainly helps, but spending the majority of my language learning time memorizing complicated grammar rules doesn't feel like the most effective way to learn. This was Claire Goodman for English for You. Thus, dear friends and students, even our fifth anniversary edition must come to an end. Thank you very much for your support during these five years. English for UCR and Teacher Hinaru will be for you here for a long while, helping you in your learning voyage. Keep in mind that you can reach Teacher Hinaru at www.teacherhenaru.com or englishforucr.com and you can also find 
using Facebook as English for You CR. Thank you very much for your emails, for your support, for your attention. This is Teacher Genaro saying bye bye. Have your leaves all turned to brown Will you scatter them around you C'est la vie English for you Do you love And then how am I to know If you don't let your love show for me C'est la vie
Esto ha sido English for You, un espacio educativo donde estaremos aprendiendo y estudiando el idioma inglés. Noticias, música, vocabulario, gramática y pronunciación. Línea abierta para sus consultas con el profesor Genaro Díaz Duca. English for You.